0: Welcome, everyone, to the Fireside Chat with Tom Campbell. Thank you all for being here today. We have a new guest with us today, and that is Shilpa. Shilpa, would you like to do the first question for us? Please go ahead.
1: Yes. Um, it is regarding shadows that I have been asking questions about. Like, uh, So uh, I've been going through a little tough time in a relationship, and what came up is... I could see that there were different shadows that were being projected on each other. And my first question is regarding this, that how does one acknowledge our shadows, that is, our undesired part of ourselves? And how do we work with with this negative or undesired part of ourselves? How do we acknowledge and work with it? Because I understand that it has the same power as an ego would have. Uh, so that's my first question with okay.
2: shadows. It sounds like your terminolo- terminology comes out of Jungian uh, psychology. Yes, the shadow side. So, right. um, basically, the, you know, the shadows that Jung talks about are our negative aspects, and he says that everybody has. Those positive and negative aspects, and he would have those negative aspects kind of living, um, for the most part, in the subconscious, just below our our conscious mind. Okay, now, MBT theory is a little different. We talk about fear and ego and belief being the problems, and that. Um, Really, there is no subconsciousness once you get rid of the fear that the fear is the fear generates the ego and beliefs and it also generates the subconscious the subconscious is the place where you stuff everything that you don't want to look at that you don't want to deal with that's where you you stuff it so when you get rid of the fear, then you've got nothing that you don't want to look at so then you the subconscious goes away so there's a little difference in the terminology you know so i'll tend to use mbt terminology but uh, Jungian terminology gets pretty much to the same place in the same way for mostly the same reasons it's uh, it's a very uh, it's a very good uh, framework so how do you deal with these the, the shadow parts of yourself or the the negative the the fear inspired the ego the beliefs that you have well the first big step you seem to have already taken and that is that you recognize you have them because a large number of people would would deny that they have any such thing so you recognize you have them that is that is step 1 a necessary step the second thing to do is not only recognize that you have them, but a little step further than that, own them. In other words, explore them, look at them, feel them. And if you know how to meditate, in meditation, connect with them. Own them in a way that, okay, this is me. I am like that. Now, the third step is that you you take um can be can be several different things the first may be to see if you can find the source of them why am i like that and think about that a while again within a meditation state you can get sometimes better answers than you can if you just do this intellectually because in the meditation state your intellect is kind of quiet and just listening And you're more intuitive, in touch, being level side is is the side you're really working with. And that's where the problem lies. It doesn't lie in your intellect. It lies at the core of you, at the being level. And it's part of you. And it's not an intellectual part. This is not an intellectual issue. It's not that I have the wrong understanding, or I have the wrong ideas, or I have the wrong, um, you know, I have the wrong, uh, what, uh, intellectual grasp of the subject, or I don't have enough of an intellectual grasp. It's not intellectual. It's at the being level. It's who you are. It's at the intuitive level. That's where the problem is. When you become authentic, you own it, and you can be it. So, all right, this is the way I am. I recognize it. Now, do I like it? Is this something that is productive for me? Does it help me find happiness? Does it help me find contentment? Does it help me find uh, a sense of satisfaction? Does it help me find joy? And if the answer is no to those things, then the next step should be you coming to the conclusion that I don't want to be that way. Okay, now... I caution you that that is a very different thing than I don't want to act that way. I don't want to act that way is more civilizing, but it won't help you grow up. You have to not be that way. So it's not about acting. It's about who you are. That's why the authenticity is necessary, because you have to realize that this is you. This is how you are. It's not just that you need to change an attitude or or change of response. Oh, when that happens, I need not to get angry. Again, that's civilizing, but it won't help you outgrow it. Help you outgrow it. You have to not get angry, not suppress your anger, but not get angry. That means you have to change who you are. That's not a real easy or simple thing, changing who you are, but, If you have an intention, a real serious, heartfelt intention that you want to change who you are, and if you keep that intention up in the front of your mind all the time, every minute of every day, you've got that intention. I'm like this. I accept that, but I don't want to be that way. And if you have that intention, you will end up automatically doing all the right things you need to do. To change yourself, and you will change. Now, the opposite of having that intention is making excuses and justifications. All right, I am that way, but you know everybody's that way, so it's okay. And well, it's not it's not my problem with anger. It's that so and so is really being a jerk and really being, you know, unpleasant. And you know, you start blaming other people. You start uh, making excuses for yourself, and etc that's the opposite of owning it and having a serious intention of wanting to change who you are irrespective of how anybody else is so that is kind of the primary thing now if you want to go looking for origins like how did i first come that way do that in a meditation state look for those origins look for why you're that way what belief What attitude? What sense of reality? What about your big picture, you know, the nature of the way things are, the way people are, the way your partner is, you know, what about these, these beliefs and ideas that you have that are that cause this negativity? Where did they come from? Why are they there? And are they functional? Are they leading you to happy space? or Are they leading you to a space of struggle? So, again, it reinforces the idea of having a strong intention not to be that way. Catch yourself. As you find yourself being that way, catch yourself and stop yourself. And don't try to change your behavior. Try to change who you are so that you don't feel that way. So that's a key thing. Don't make it about behavior. Make it about you. And don't make it about changing somebody else. That's not the problem. You can't change anybody else but yourself. That other person will have to change themselves. So you can only change you. But fortunately, if you have a couple, if just one of that couple does not have fear or ego or the beliefs, then you can have a good relationship. Both don't have to be that way just one and you can have a good relationship so you can do it all by yourself it's just harder that way but you can do it all by yourself just by changing who you are because then the negativity that you find in in other won't bother you it'll be okay because it'll be just the way that person is and you know that person's trying to do their best that they can with what they've got and it's, you know, they have lessons and they'll get to them when they're ready for them. So now you'll, instead of anger, you have compassion for that person. And you get all of that just from getting yourself fear free or at least fear reduced. So it's not about changing your environment or changing other people. It's simply about changing you, you changing you. And that won't happen unless you really have a serious desire That's up in the front of your mind all the time, because that's the desire that will catch you when you have a negative feeling. Whenever you have a negative feeling, anger, upset, annoyance, um, even stress and anxiety, when you feel those things, that's a problem of yours. That's not a problem that somebody else is making you feel stressed. Don't look at it that way. It's a problem of yours. You feel stressed because you choose to feel stressed. And the reason you choose that is because you have fear and you have beliefs and you have ego. That's why you choose to feel stressed and you can fix that. So now we have shifted the viewpoint. I have to live with this awful person to the viewpoint of I need to fix myself. And that will be enough. You see, so it gives another whole perspective to, to the situation. That that's how you go about it.
1: Uh, as a follow-up, I had a question with regards to this. Is uh, I was wondering if, uh, if suppressing these negative emotions also led to the feeling of restriction or a blockage in, like a restriction to freedom, and also, consequently, we all feeling restricted to. F- uh, feel this love we have within us. Um, so I was just wondering if there is a connection to the whole this whole thing, yes. suppressing the bitter feelings, then feeling restricted and also not having access to this love.
2: Yes, indeed, that's it. That's what happens when you take on when you take on fear, when you have you know, ego and beliefs. It's exactly what happens. Those beliefs and that ego constrain you. Now, because you're not taking responsibility, you see that there's a terrible situation and you're kind of the victim in it. And oh woe is you, you know, here you are in this unpleasant space with these unpleasant people. And they just don't treat you with the respect that you're due. And all of this is your ego singing a song of of self-indulgence and self-pity. Oh poor me. And if you go down that route, the route to being the victim, that's the route of no power. That's the route where you can't change anything. If you see yourself as a victim, then you become one. You see, you're, it's, it's a totally different way of it's the opposite way of, of looking at it to see yourself as a victim of other people's problems. Other people's problems don't belong to you. Other people's problems belong to the other people. Your problem is your own behavior, your own feeling. You know, If you don't have joy and peace and, and satisfaction, then that's your problem. That's not other people's problems. And you don't change that by changing other people. You find that joy, peace, and satisfaction by changing yourself. That's where that comes from. It comes from inside yourself. It doesn't come from outside of you. The reason you're not happy and, and, and uh, feeling fulfilled isn't because of others being the way they are. It's because of you being the way you are. So, and if you're a, a study of Jungian psychology, then you'll see this fits right in with most of the things that Jung would say. You know, it boils down to your responsibility for yourself, not shifting it to, To someone else so that's true and that's the problem with acting if all you try to do is change your behavior then you act in a way that you are not and if you go through life acting smiling when you don't feel like smiling being nice when you don't feel like being nice then you will gradually go grow to be resentful because you will resent Not having not being able to be yourself and then you will start blaming others, you know, out of that resentment. And that whole thing just, you know, goes in the opposite direction that you want to go in. So you have to be authentic. You have to be yourself, be who you are, but also be willing to change who you are in order to make your life better. But you can't you can't get rid of something you don't own. So if you don't, if you're not really aware of how you are, then you can't change how you are. That's what I mean by being authentic. So if you say, all right, I've got this this anger problem, you know, if things aren't the way I want them. If I don't get my way, you know, I get upset because, of course, my way is the right way and my way is the best way or it wouldn't be my way. So that's just your ego talking. And if you have that and then you don't get your way, that means that person isn't paying attention to you, isn't listening, doesn't seem to get it. And now you have a problem with that other person. But you see, it's all really your problem, not the other person's. So that's the perspective. And you can't act better. Well, you can act better. It's very civilizing if you act better. Everybody else appreciates it if you act better, but it won't help you grow any if it's an act you have to be who you are and you have to embrace that and own it and then you can change it
1: thank you so much um, yeah. I, I got the message
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay good yeah right it's always like that yeah want to want to see the problem go look in a mirror right
1: i know <laughs> <laughs> are so afraid to do Mm. that (laughs) yeah thank you Mm -hmm. thank you for your question shopa
0: please go ahead Titi. thank you and uh, first of all thank you for having us here at the fireside chat Um, i just want to say that it's so wonderful to have a forum like this to go to when you get stuck or when you have questions, uh, I really, really appreciate it. So thank you, all of you, for, for having us here. Um, so I think this the question I have is also about authenticity. Um, I've been working with fears, uh, with my fears, removing them for many years, and uh, this fall, I started to specifically work with uh, the fears behind stress and stress-related distractions, behaviors, and I think it was maybe a month ago or so, I realized that uh, I'm running into some kind of dryness or negativity, or I had an overwhelmed feeling that there's so much (laughs) nastiness or so much... uh, uh, dysfunctionality within me, so I don't know even what to work with. <laughs> but then uh, I realized that, um, yeah, I, I need to 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 add things instead of removing for a while. So I started again with authenticity and uh, mindfulness and positivity uh, and that sort of uh, felt like that was the thing, the medicine. Uh, that that's something that I had forgot, forgotten, and it was time to do it again. So so now I'm into that track, <laughs> and uh, I have a similar question around authenticity, and um, because I think I'm going to read the question, it gets much better. Sometimes uh, contradiction occurs when you try to be both authentic and positive. Uh, It's so easy to go down the slippery slope where you start playing to a low entropy image of yourself instead of responding in an authentic way. In some situations, you feel directly that your authentic response is negative or it may even create confusion on how to respond. So... My question is about how to go about being positive and authentic when you experience negativity or feel confused. For example, when someone yells at you or is rude, I don't even know what to do or, or who I am. And if it's better to uh, yeah to try to respond in a positive way and try to be positive, or if I should just say that I don't know, or stop doing that, or <laughs> I don't know. I really, how to go about that? Being okay. positive and authentic. Do you un- do you understand? Yeah, what yeah. Do. Yeah. Okay. yeah there, mm-hmm.
2: there seems to be this conflict between um, being authentic, which could be being. Uh, um, a victim. It could be being upset. It could be being angry. You know, I'm authentic. I'm angry, you know, and that's me. That's who I am with the idea that, uh, you know, you should also be positive. So this seems like there's two different things. Well, they are and they are in conflict with each other. That is kind of the point when you find yourself being negative. You have to first accept that I'm negative. I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling upset, I'm feeling stressed. And then you have to f- have the idea of, okay, that's who I am. Don't be angry with yourself for being that way. Don't feel negative about yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm not as good as I should be because that's just more negativity. That's not helping at all. You say, oh, yeah, that's the way I am, and I'm in the process of changing that. That's a positive thing. It's not, oh, that's the way I am, and I'm failed. I'm not good enough. I need to be better. I shouldn't be feeling this way. Being negative towards yourself is probably the worst thing you can do as far as growing up goes. You have to be positive towards yourself. That doesn't mean that you like the way you are all the time. It just means you accept that that is the way you are, and you're working on it. Okay? I feel angry right now. Grr! you know, and you you just want to growl and get, let your claws show and you feel that way. And another part of you says, let that go. Don't be that way. Just let it go. And the way you probably let it go at first is just to stop being angry. In other words, that's the fake it until you make it idea you know you you use your intellect to intercede and say take a deep breath let it go you know i don't need to be angry here it's not about me that insult really wasn't about me even though it sounds that way oh you didn't do your job very well sounds like it's about you but it's not it's about the other person it's about how the other person is it's about their ego their fears. Their beliefs, that's what it's about. The things that you say are about your fears. Here he goes in beliefs. The things they say are about theirs. So don't take everything personally. It's not about you. So when somebody insults you, realize that that's about them. It's their perception. And how do you deal with that perception? Well, you may not be able to deal with it immediately. Particularly if they're upset or they're angry, you know, you may just have to say, well, we'll we'll uh, just be neutral here for a while. We won't be negative. You know, you don't have to be positive in the sense you have to, th- you know, you're not going to go thank them for being angry at you. You know, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like that. You just have to not be negative. And then think later when the situation is kind of neutralized maybe the next day or maybe you know after you don't see them for a while then you think about it okay that's an opinion they have that's the way they think about me. now how do I deal with that in a positive way? What's the thing that I can do with that now maybe the thing to do is to sit down and have a chat with them. Maybe the thing to do is uh, change your own behavior. Don't have a negative attitude toward them. Say, well, maybe if I got rid of that negative attitude, or maybe I'll try to see it from their point of view. What is their point of view? Why would they be angry with me? Where could they possibly be coming from? Try to understand their viewpoint. Get inside their mind and see life through their eyes, their needs, their wants, their ego, their beliefs, you know, their fears. Try to see the world that way. And then think, what can I do about that? How can I change that? Because if it's a relationship you have to have, like with a significant other or a family member or a parent or a child or someone that you're going to have to have relationships with, then you have to think, how can I heal it? How can I fix it? And the thing is, if you do that and you understand how they feel and why they feel that way, usually it isn't that hard to come up with a way to fix that, a way to approach things, things not to say, how not to push their buttons. Because, you know, all your buttons are are your fear, your ego, and your beliefs. Those make up your buttons. So if this other person has buttons and you somehow push them and, and they get upset, then you have to understand their buttons and learn how to interact with them without pushing them. You see, so you can't fix other people, but you can fix yourself. So that's how you do it. So in that moment where somebody's upset with you, instead of being upset with yourself, uh oh, I'm getting angry. I feel like throwing something. I feel like hollering. You know, I'm so upset. Just maybe walk away. Maybe just take a breath and refuse to engage to that situation. I mean, I don't know, every situation's different. So what you do in a given situation just depends on you and how you're feeling and the situation, but sometimes it's walk away from it and not keep going over it in your mind, not dwell on the negativity. See, we, we tend to grab on to things that are negative and keep thinking about them, keep going over them. And every time we go over them, we feel a little worse. Oh, why did they say that? What's going on with this? Why did I get so upset? You know, why did I do this? Why did I throw that ashtray at them? You know, why did I let you know? How did, how, why did I let myself go like that? Lose control, and but don't be negative about yourself. Don't say I shouldn't do that. Instead, you say, Well, I did do that. That's me. Now, how do I deal with that better? You see, that's a positive thing. Not a negative thing. So deal positively with it. See the other person's viewpoint. Say, "Well, okay, that wasn't nice. I, that I'd like to change that. Now, how do I go about changing it? First, I have to understand it. I need to understand the other person's perspective. I need to understand where they're coming from, or I can't help you know it's, it's hard to help it if you don't understand the problem. How do I push other people's buttons? What are their issues? There you go, their fear. So you learn those things, and then you learn how to avoid those buttons. Then you learn how to have meaningful conversations that don't end up getting upset, that don't end up going negative. And when they do, well, then you stop and figure that there's more work to be done there, more understanding to be had. So always be positive, and always be positive about yourself. You are a wonderful person. You have great gifts and things that you give to the rest of the world. And all you you just have to realize that, say, I'm really a good person and I'm learning. I'm going to learn to deal with this and deal with it in a positive way, not in an upset, negative way. I'm going to deal with it, but not with blame, not blaming them, not blaming myself. It's just the way it is. It's a situation. Accept it, understand it and then learn how to change it. Even if the only way you change it is by changing yourself. You see? So that's that's the idea. So it's not like, well, if I'm authentic, I'm going to be really upset because that's the way I authentically feel. All right, you accept that. And now you say, how can I change that? How can I not be upset? I don't want to be upset here. Why does this upset me? And it'll be because it's resonating with some of your fears. That's why it upsets you. You've got a fear of not being good enough, and this person's standing there telling you you're not good enough. And you've got a fear of not being good enough, and wow, and that just pushes your button, and you get upset and get angry. You see? So you realize that all the feelings you ever have that are negative are because you have a fear. And if you didn't have that fear... You wouldn't have any of those negative feelings. People would get upset with you and call you a, a rude name or something, and you'd say, gee, I wonder what's wrong with them. <laughs> what kind of birds, What kind of burrs under their saddle today? And how can I help? You see, you don't take it on personally. How could they say that about me? That's you, your fear, resonating with their insult. Well, you get rid of your fear, and nothing resonates with their insult. You just see them as somebody who's upset and angry and poor, poor person. See, they must not be very happy. They must be a pretty miserable person. They're all twisted up about some sort of fear. They wouldn't be up. They wouldn't be angry like that. And then you start seeing, well, what can I do to help them get over that? And fighting with them is not, (laughs) not the answer to that question. You know, pushing back is not helpful. That just throws gasoline on the fire. That just helps, you know, it hurts everybody. Including yourself, so it's not really a, a, a conflict. Stay positive. Stay positive about you, and you can't. You find yourself doing things that you think you, you're know, being ways that you think you shouldn't be. Don't get upset and say, "Okay, well, I'm still that way." All right, I get triggered and I get upset and I feel bad and I feel lonely or I feel abused or I feel not appreciated, and you get to that place of not being appreciated and not being cared for or whatever, then say, well, okay, that's the way I feel. Now, how do I deal with that in a positive way? Sometimes it's just by accepting it. All right, I just accept this is the situation. This is how it is. And I can't change that other person. Then I'm just going to have to accept that that's the way they are. Now I'm going to have to learn to live with that positively. Okay, that's the way they are. Now, how can I change me so that I can live with that positively? And you do that by getting rid of your own fears, because when you don't have the fear, then that insult never touches you. It slides right off of you. You see, you don't take it on. You don't absorb the energy. It doesn't make you angry. It doesn't make you upset gives you some feelings of of compassion for the person that is upset, who is being negative. And some people the only solution is to get away from them. You know, some people are just that negative. And the right answer is to, you know, be around them and interact with them as little as possible. That sometimes is the best answer. You can't fix everything. But you can learn to tolerate things almost anything for a short period of time without being upset. So let people be who they are. Accept them that they're dysfunctional sometimes and let that be okay because that's the way they are. You can't help the way people are, but you can help how you react to it. That's the part you want to work on. And if you react badly, well, okay, that's where you are now, but you'll change that. Keep working on it. The thing is, have a, a long-term perspective. Don't be impatient. It's like, well, I've been working on this for two weeks, and darn, I still get upset and angry. Well, that's not good, you see. You have to be working on it all the rest of your life, not just for two weeks. This is a lifetime process. And look at it and say, well, am I getting any better? All right, I still get angry, but now I can kind of control that anger. It's only a smaller amount of anger than it used to be. I used to go out of control. All right, that's good. You're not going out of control anymore. Well, it's a step in the right direction. So that's how, and then you feel good about yourself. Well, okay, I'm making progress. Now I just get upset and go cry instead of getting mad and throwing things all right that's that's a step forward now we'll need to what's the next step how do i get to the point where i don't feel bad so i have to go cry you know how do i just kind of accept that that's the way that person is and let them be that way without being angry about it let people be who they are and you be who you are so that's the best way to deal with it it, it does take a lifetime it takes you know, it's not something that if you work out for a few weeks and then you're upset with yourself because you haven't managed it yet. Changing yourself is a, I, I was going to say a lifetime process, but actually it's a many lifetime process. <laughs> it's not even a lifetime process. It's a multi-life process. So be kind to yourself. You're working on it. That's good. Ne- negativity is, the always, is always a problem. No matter whether it's projected to others or projected to yourself. And it's a particularly deadly problem when it's projected to yourself. That undermines your ability to outgrow it when it's projected to yourself. When it's projected on others, well, you know, you can still you can learn to outgrow that and see things different from a different perspective when it's projected on yourself. It's real difficult to see anything differently. So if you find negativity, if you find a negative feeling, then try to change that. Or if you can't change it immediately because that's just the way you feel, then put it off. Say, All right. I'm just going to walk away from that. Now I'm not going to feel that way. I'm going to change the situation. I'm going to come back to it when the situation has changed and deal with it from a different perspective.
0: Yeah, that's, very helpful thank you very much
2: (laughs) you're you're welcome you know all these things i tell you uh tt and and uh they sound real easy but they're they're harder than they sound i mean it takes a lot of work and a lot of practice and a lot of effort and uh, again it's a lifetime's work so don't you know don't be negative towards yourself you're doing fine the fact that you're aware that there is a problem and you want to work on it, that is the first big giant step. You get that far and the rest of it is going to work out. The rest of it's going to be okay. That's that's really the hard part is that first step.
0: It will be okay. Sooner or later. Yeah, or later, if you will.
2: Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you'll continue to work on it and it'll get better. Yeah,
0: it will. And it does. It takes time, as you say, but it's so much worth it when you see the progress. So it's it's uh, it's getting addictive. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah. Diego, we... please go ahead.
3: Okay. Thanks. Um, my question also is on authenticity, Tom, um, and about balancing the fake it till you make it and balancing um Acting as we believe that we should, as we believe is the low entropy choice, and then just acting um, authentically, sort of, um, I've been playing with both and learning from both. um, And I'm just wondering uh, if there's a way to balance that for optimal learning. Um, Because the consequences I see that come from acting authentically, normally, Teach me more at the bean level, but um, I also don't want to just go out and act crazy, you know.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, it depends, um, Diego, on what the situation is. You know, how, you know, I guess I could say how serious it is, how much trouble you might cause, you know, how much benefit you might reap. How much, how helpful you might be to somebody else. All those things are variables in a situation, and you can work either way. Sometimes it's better to work just be who you are. Say this is me. Go out into the world and be it, and see what happens. And if what happens isn't pretty, then you need you you know what to focus on, and you knew what you know you know what the, the that you have to work on. And then you try to change that and go back out into the world and just be who you are. And, Oh, well, maybe I didn't, I need some more work on that. So then you do some more work on that. So you can do that kind of a process, being authentic, seeing how that works in the world and then trying to make it work better. That's like you say, that is, that is one way. And the other way, (laughs) as you, I guess I called it, fake it till you make it, you know, you try real hard, to not be angry, and with the idea that the more you catch yourself being angry and aren't angry, then you'll grow up slowly. You'll become it. But that's it. that can be a slippery slope because you know, the, the risk there isn't of being obnoxious and hurting people's feelings. The risk there is that you will begin to become an actor and not really change. So then you have to be aware of that. All right am i just acting well you can say okay that's the best i can do now but at least i'm diffusing you know unpleasant situations my acting is in a way of of uh, not making it worse not pouring more gasoline onto the fire so that's good but think about it and say all right. I need to do better than act. I read the, I need to really not get upset or anxious or angry. And how can I do that? What can I change about me? What is it that makes me that way? You know, what, what is that fear? And how can I get rid of that fear? How can I understand it enough that I can put it aside and say, I'm, I'm not, you know, I don't feel that way anymore. I'm not inadequate. I'm fine. And if people say I'm inadequate, well, it makes me wonder. Well, I wonder where they're getting that perspective from, rather than, oh no, I'm inadequate. Oh, yeah, I fear I'm inadequate. Now they're telling me I am. Oh, that makes me upset. So baking it until you make it until you make it can be a good strategy, but it can also trick you into thinking that you're you're better when you're just acting and not actually being. So you have to be aware. Do this. All of these processes, you have to be entirely honest with yourself. As soon as you're not honest with yourself, then you're in your ego. You're in your beliefs. So it's you got to work at it. You know, and almost everybody finds that they fail a whole lot in the in the beginning working on it. It's not one of those things that you say, ah, now I understand it. Okay. I'm different now. It generally doesn't work like that because it's not an intellectual problem. Intellectual understanding points the way, but the actual changing yourself is a, is a more difficult thing. It takes a lot more time and work. So I think you're doing it right. You know, you, you have different approaches for different situations. Sometimes just acting better and diffusing a situation is the right thing to do first. And then later that day, after you're out of that diffused situation, think about it. Why did I feel like that? You know, why did I get so upset? Why did that make me so nervous? Why did I get so much anxiety about that? Oh, well, there's a fear. There's a fear that maybe I won't perform as, as well as I should. Okay, well, let's look at that fear. What's the worst thing that could happen? All right. When I give up, when I get up to give that talk and stand up in front of those people, let's say I just do a terrible job. I stutter, I stumble around, I can't remember what it is I want to say. What's the worst thing that could happen? Say I do that. Well, probably the worst thing that'll happen is people will come up afterwards and say, gee, you really were nervous, weren't you? I felt so bad for you, but uh, uh, maybe you should just practice more. You know, go into your mind and deliver that speech a hundred times to an imaginary audience until you've said it so many times that all the right words will come out of your mouth perfectly in the right order and in the right way, because this is the hundred and first time that you've gone through it. All right, maybe that's what it takes. That's a lot of work, but that may solve the problem. You see, so the worst thing that could possibly happen usually isn't all that bad it's something you can get over it's like well okay it would trash my ego everybody would say oh poor guy he can't he can't speak or he can't do this very well you know oh well, how unfortunate for him okay but so what you're in the process of learning and growing up other people's opinions of you really aren't all that important your opinion of yourself is most important And if the opinion you have of yourself is, well, I did it, I didn't do so well, I'll do better next time. Next time, this is what I'll change. Now you're a little better. And you go back and you do it again, and maybe you still didn't do great, but you did better. But you learn, and now the next time you're even better yet. And eventually, you walk out there and you talk to that crowd of people like you own the the event. You're confident. You're sure. but you may have to walk out and embarrass yourself four or five or 10 times first before you get to that point. And if you're afraid to do that, then you may never get to that point. You see? So that's where the courage to be authentic is essential. You need to go do it and be it and accept whatever the worst is. All right, I accept that. And I'll get past it. I'll grow beyond it. But I need to take the first step, even if the first step is a dismal step. Take it do the best I can. And I'll learn from it. That's the point. You don't have to do it right. You don't have to be perfect. You just have to be trying to be better. And being aware of the problems that you have. Other than that, you you know, failure is not a problem. Not learning from the failure is a problem. So don't feel like other people's opinions are all that important to you. You'll know when you make mistakes. You'll know when you do it wrong. And whether anybody else knows or not isn't really important. If other people think, oh, yeah, he's making mistakes, he's doing it wrong, well, that's okay. Or if they think that when you feel like you're doing fine, that's okay too. That's them. Let them be them. Let other people have whatever opinions they have. That's okay for them to have a, negative attitude towards you. you. know, it's not your problem. That's their problem. And if it becomes your problem, then you have to solve it by dealing with it in a positive way. So that see, it all starts with a core positiveness about self confidence that I can grow up, I can be better, I can get rid of this, this ego, I can get rid of these beliefs, I can get rid of my fear all right, I'm going to mess up a whole lot because it's not an easy thing to do. But that's okay, too, because I'm going to learn from it. And as long as you have that positive attitude, you'll just continually get better and better. And that's the whole point. So don't be concerned with not being as efficient as possible in your path or not doing the you know, doing it right this time, or I should have done it a different way, or I didn't get the balance right. Don't worry about any of that. Just do it the way you think is best at the time, and then learn from it. And all the rest of it, all the problems, then will eventually just go away because you keep learning every time. So sometimes people let the fear of doing it wrong paralyze them from doing it at all. And that's a worse problem. Because we only learn through experience. And we only have experience if we get out there and do it. Be who we are. And then try to change who we are if it doesn't work well. Do it again. Change a little more. Do it again. Change a little more. And by the time you're on your 50th or 60th or 100th change, you're a whole lot better. Things are totally different now. And then people maybe will see you differently, or maybe they won't, but it doesn't matter. You know you're growing up. You know you're getting better. So you feel good about that and positive. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and
3: would you say that acting authentically then um, works more with the being level since you're learning from your authentic actions and the consequences that happen naturally for yeah.
2: it's probably a little more direct because you just are being who you are yes that's very direct you're at your being level this is who i am and those lessons will be a little harder a little more harsh but probably quicker yeah you know, you're right. diving you're diving right into the problem head on the other way is you're trying to kind of sneak up on the problem a little bit at a time you know, which it just depends on the problem and your personality and, and how you function and so on. Both will work. But yes, I'd say that the, the just being who you are and you know seeing what happens and then trying to change that is probably the most direct way. But if that's a little harsh, maybe it depends also on the people you're dealing with. Maybe the people you're dealing with can't deal with that level of harshness or that level of reality that that level of existence they need things watered down in small steps that are not you know so stressful for them well in that case you need to do it different if you're with other people who need a slower pace of change so it just depends which one's best depends on the situation that you're that you're in Tom Campbell here. INMBT Events hope you like this video. We now have well over a thousand hours of free video on this user-friendly, ad-free YouTube channel. Though these videos are free to our viewers, they represent many thousands of hours in production and editing, and many thousands of dollars invested in video and audio equipment, along with the required computers and software to store and process the raw video into finished products. So far, all of this content has been funded directly out of our own pockets. Be assured, we will always continue to do what we can. It's our life, our purpose, a labor of love that we will continue to pursue as best we can. However, those pockets are not as deep as they used to be. Thus, we are now seeking to augment our resources with support from our viewers. If you find something of significant value in our videos, please consider supporting their production through our Patreon account or through a one-time donation. The links are in the description below. Thank you.